Welcome, everybody, to Full Spectrum Universe. My name is Rob Yox. Welcome to another exceptional episode. Uh, basically, we have a very, very good guest today. Her name is the uh, rescue medium, Melinda, and uh, we're going to get to know her. We're going to get to know her special gift. So uh, what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to go into the intro, and then we're going to introduce her. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Full Spectrum Universe. We're here live with a very good guest and a friend that I've become to know very, very recently. Her name is Melinda. We're going to say hi to Melinda. Melinda, you ready? I'm ready, Rob. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, I'm really excited about this show just to give everybody a little bit of an overview of how I actually met Melinda. Uh, I was tuning into Facebook and she was doing one of her uh, it was like a reading. I would call you call that just just a regular Sunday night reading, right? Basically right. for a bunch of people. And uh, at the tail end, I caught the tail end of it, and I was like, you know, maybe she'll pick on me. Maybe, maybe she'll do my reading. And sure enough, you did my reading, and it was spot on. When I tell you spot on, it was spot on. I said to myself, I have to have this person on my show. This really is going to be, you know, it's really going to be something great. And uh, just uh, hi, Melinda. How are you? Introduce yourself to the crowd and let, let everybody know who you are. Hi, my name is Melinda Williams, and I am a rescue psychic medium. Um, I do a lot of different things that we're going to start covering here in this episode. And so, um, I live in Arizona, um, married. Um, but other than that, I do a lot of different other things. I do card readings. I do rescue work, and I'll explain what that is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's okay. We're going to get into uh, really what we're going to focus on today is, is Melinda's story. Uh, we are going to do some readings later on in, in the uh, episode itself. But the story is, from what I understand, she's told me a little bit about it. It is super interesting. And it's really, it's admirable. And I thought that she should be put out there with this story because it really it shows the kind of person she is and what i get from that is that she's a very very good person and a very good-hearted person and she uses her gift for just absolute good absolute good and and i i really commend that there's a lot of people out there who don't do that so uh what, what i want to do right now is we're going to let melinda tell her story a little bit i'm going to interject with questions here and there but uh Start us right from the beginning, Melinda. Let us know exactly how everything started, uh, when it started. So go ahead. Okay. The first uh, memory that I have of uh, seeing spirit is when I was uh, like eight, nine years old. And I kept seeing what looked like an apparition. And uh, shortly after that, I got real sick. And so it was weird. It would stay outside of my home. Um, but it was like, it would show like its face and have of its body. And then I was like wondering, you know, what is going on? And, you know, and the people, which we will get into Rob, um, that, that were raising me, they, um, they wouldn't believe me. And then days later I got very sick. 
So that's the first time that I remember seeing the first spirit. Wow. Wow. So I remember uh, you said when you were very sick that you uh, basically what happened when you were very sick? I know that there was some details to that, that you something happened while you were there and you saw heaven in a sense like that. Right. Um, and like I said, I, I got very sick and um, I did um, go into like a coma state. And from there, I remember vaguely about uh, doctors and stuff around me. And then I remember hearing them say that, you know, I had passed and I, I go and I go to heaven and I can see heaven. And, you know, I'm just going to tell you exactly what I've seen because um, some people have, you know, everyone has their own uh, story in that. And what I've seen was that there's layers of heaven. And when I say layers, so whatever you do here on earth, that's according to what layer you go on. Like there's a layer that is for um, murderers. There's a layer that's for, you know, anything. And as you go up, the layers get brighter and brighter. And what I seen was there was this, it, it looks a lot like earth, except everything is more vibrant. Everything's more colorful. Um, there's, you know, there, there were animals there. I did hear God, which I call creator. And, um, you know, he spoke to me and told me it wasn't my time. I had a lot to do here. I had a lot of people to help. So then that's when, then the next thing I remember is waking up and they were, you know, the doctors were all around me. And so, but yeah, I had a very severe infection and uh, other things that um, I won't go into, but uh, there was a lot of things going on that caused this to happen. Wow. Well, now a question I have for you is, I know you said you were seeing apparitions before that actually happened. Now, right. when you, but when you came back, shall we say into your body, uh, whatever, where, wherever you went to heaven or wherever it may be, um, when you came back, was that when your power or your ability manifested more or was it already there when you, before you had that? I know because I know there's there's different levels to being a medium. There's being able to to see things, being able to communicate with things. There's different levels to it. So, you know, that's a question that I think that 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 it's interesting to me. Did you actually have that before you left or came back with it? Were you bestowed that or was it already there? Um, basically, I feel that half and half on it. Um, before it happened, you know, I could see spirits. I could communicate with them. Um, but once I came back, it was like the abilities were more enhanced. So, <clears throat> for example, um, when I was like 11, I remember, you know, there was this tragic accident uh, involving a school bus. And um, the, the school bus went off of a big, like, drop off. Everyone passed away. And I remember all of those kids, all of them came to me, like in, you know, everyone that was on that bus came to me. So I felt like, you know, I had them, but they were more enhanced once that happened. Gotcha. It was a, a per perception was greater, shall we right. say, which is incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Now I want to fast forward a little bit because I, uh, well, maybe not fast forward, but after that, all that happened and you had this feel what was the first feeling that you felt like that and how did it feel to you that first 
like you said, with the children with the bus, where was that when you came back and it was manifesting into something greater? How did that feel emotionally, physically? What were you actually feeling when when that actually took place? Well, it's sort of weird. I look at things a little bit different. You know, um, I was not afraid. Um, even as a child, I wasn't afraid because where I lived and the people that raised me, um, they did not believe in this kind of thing. So to me, the spirits were my friends. I always was an outcast. So uh, basically, you know, emotionally, sometimes it would make me cry because when they come to me, however they passed, if they have not went through the light, then I see them how they look once they have passed. So say they were in an accident and, you know, their their chest is caved in. I see that if they have not went through the light. So physically, I mean, it, it would make me drain some like to assist them, but I always did because I can bring the light for them to cross through if they haven't. So, right. Another question I have is now that we've gotten into this realm, what how, do you, is there any understanding that you have of how they come back? They, you know, what, what exactly is it that they do to pierce through that veil to get to you? Is there any understanding of that on your end? I know it's very difficult. Some, you know, it's very up and in the air, but is there any kind of explanation you can give to the people of how, how, how the, basically they, they, they come to you, they go through, they come back and how you perceive that. Is there any, did they ever explain that to you and how they make that happen? Yes. Um, basically there's different things here. So first of all, um, say they have, uh, just recently passed, say it's an accident or, you know, uh, something tragic that what they have told me is that what they see is this big glowing light from wherever they are. Cause I've had them come from, you know, like Europe, you know, everywhere. And they're like, you know, they see this big glowing light and they follow that light and it brings them to me. So other things that, you know, that's um, rescue mediumship. So mm -hmm. what I do basically is when spirits come to me, even if it's, I could go to the grocery store. Matter of fact, I went to the grocery store one day and um, there was a little girl there and, but she was in spirit. She followed me home. Wow. So basically she had not went through the light because Sometimes if you uh, pass, you know, tragically or suddenly, then, um, and also if you're a child, they are afraid of the light. They don't know what the light is. So um, I basically explain to them, <clears throat> and that's why I do rescue mediumship, because I can do it with even some darker entities. If, if I can get them to go through the light, then it's it's all fixed for them you know it, they're not going to be here roaming the earth so i call them earthbound spirits so that's that's the main thing is so that that's the way they explained it to me is that they see this big big huge light around me and that's what draws them to me that's that's incredible because it's you know it's always a wonder there's never really like a, a set way that this happens everybody has their own perception of it and that that makes a lot of sense to me uh, now let's, let's go back a little bit more again into your, your teenage years. I remember you telling me things about your teenage years, uh, growing up in Tennessee. If you want to go into that and explain that a little bit. Well, basically, um, I, I have a lot of dark memories from Tennessee and basically because 
it's in the Bible Belt, first of all. And uh, the people that were raising me, they felt like I had a devil in me. I was demonic myself because I kept saying, I see these spirits. Then they would catch me talking, you know, and they couldn't see anything. And I was talking to the spirits. And so it was very, very difficult. So I had to sort of shut it down, sort of speak away from them. When they wasn't around, then I would do what I could to help. But if they were around, it was prohibited. So it was very, very rough at times. I'm sure that must have been super difficult. I know I know a lot of uh, very religious people, they don't, what they can't explain or what they can't see, they have a very hard time accepting. And when that happens, it almost turns into a hate for right. them. You know, they shun it and they ostracize it so fast because they can't really wrap their head around it. And to me, for, especially for a, a teenage person growing up and being very malleable in emotion and going through changes with their body and now changes with their mind. I mean, it's it's a wonder how you came out to be such a great person and help so many people. And I think that that's, it has a lot to do with your will and the ability to really uh, look for the good and what this is for you. Um, another question I have is, how did you hone your like? How did you hone your craft here? How did you get to a point where you could almost do it on command? Like, do you have pointers for people? Because I know I'm sure there's a couple people here that are listening to this podcast that that really have disability as well, but they don't know how to go about getting into the groove of it. How did you? What What did you do to hone your skills? Well, a lot of things that I do is I do meditations, um, but I also, you know, listen to uh, different tones. Binarial beats is is something I always suggest for anyone. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it was through my mom. I, I got to find my real family and my mom taught me a lot of different ways to hone things. And it is in the Native American way and it is very sacred. So those things I cannot divulge upon, but I would say, you know, anyone that's trying to learn about this for themselves, they really need to read this book. It's called Indigo Child. And it will explain so much, but uh, mostly what I do now, I mean, as I was growing up as a teenager and into my current life, I basically always use sage, you know, um, Paulo Santos. Mm -hmm. I um, do my meditations. I do um, other things like calling in the archangels uh, according uh -huh. to what the situation is. So there's a lot of different aspects to it, but that's personally what I do. That's, I mean, that's incredible. I've, I've heard, I've heard of that book, the Indigo child. And I actually heard a lot of different people say that it was something that they really took to heart and they really got a lot from it. Um, now, after, it's going to sound like a little bit of an awkward question, but after all this cycle of hate through your teenage years, what made you decide to, to really help people to, to really be the good person and go forward and really put a good foot out there and say, you know what, I'm going to take what I have and give these people hope or bestow upon them my gift so they can get closure for things. What made you decide to go forward with that? Well, you know, a lot of people say, um, things that happen is it makes who you are. I don't believe in that. You make who you are. And I know the things that I dealt with in my childhood that I was like, they're not going to make me that person. I'm going to be me. 
I'm going to help as many people as I can because the creator is wanting me to do that. So that is the mindset I got in probably around 20, 21 years old. And I have went forward since that point. So gotcha. that, that was my process. When did you get in contact with, with, with your new family, the family that actually helped you get to, to, uh, you know, basically look at the brighter side of things and help you with this craft. When did, when did that happen? How old were you when that happened? Oh, that was just in 2010. So oh, yeah, excellent. years ago. So. so you were doing that long before you even met them. They just right. gave you maybe like a set of guidelines or a basis to follow up on and be better. I guess you could say at it. Right. And I, I do a lot of my stuff through the native American way. That's pretty my, cool. My parents were native American. And so that's, that's the process that I use. So there's a lot of drums and, you know, flutes and different other things that can be entwined with what I do. So that's basically, mm -hmm. you know, some of the things that, like I said, I can't go into because it's considered sacred, but. Well, of course, of course. I mean, I don't want to, we're not going to divulge any of the uh, secrets here, but um, one of the things that we talked about when we were doing, we did a little bit of a conference call. So we talked about a few things is how you helped police officers. I know there's a few stories that we can get into in that. And uh, I would love for you to tell the audience what those stories are, because I think that they are, it just goes to show the kind of person you are and how great this gift can be, but also a little bit of a curse of what this can really do for people and how it affects people. So please go ahead and tell us those stories. Okay. Uh, the first, very first one that I would like to talk about is uh, there was a little girl that drowned and um, basically they had been looking for her and looking for her and uh, it was a big area. And so the little girl came to me in spirit and um, the first thing she did was show me an orange. And I was like, I don't know how this connects, but I contacted the appropriate um, officials and I told them the little girl was here. I don't know how you're going to accept this, but the little girl's here and she's showing me an orange. And they're like, well, there is a place down here where it's happened called Orange Peel. So they went to that area. Well, I went down there then and the little girl was standing there and she was showing me like a statue of a Native American. And so that's what I relate to them. So then um, they're like, well, right around from Orange Pill is Indian Bend. So, you know, the search went on for, I don't know, probably weeks and weeks. And I told them, I said, her body is located between Orange Pill and Indian Bend. I said, somewhere in that area. So finally, they did find her in, in that exact area. And I told them when they did find her, she would not be bloated, you know, or swollen in any way. She was going to look like she had just fell in and drowned. And sure enough, then, I mean, this is like weeks later, probably five to six weeks later, they recovered her and she had, she looked like she had just fell in. Right. So I that's mean, that's a one. tragedy. That's a tragedy. But at least you gave the family closure at that point. So there are bright sides to that kind of a story. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Oh, that's okay, Rob. Um, so then there was another family contact me and there, she was like, my sister's missing. So um, they sent me pictures and things of the girl. And so I was able to tell them certain things like I see a road with cross signs. And I said, this is what I'm seeing on the cross signs. And I said, you know, I give her the name and, and what I was seeing. And I said, she is alive right now. 
I said, but she's very, very close to death. I said, she's sick. I said, I don't know if she's, I said, I feel something about she needs medication or something to that nature. And she was like, mm -hmm. yes, she does. So like, I don't know, three, four, about three weeks went by. And so finally, you know, I was picking up other things and I would tell it to the family and um, they found her and she was alive, barely, but she was alive. And so she survived that. And I don't, I can't go into what happened because it's still an open investigation. Well, of course, uh, of course. So then the other thing that happened, I had another family contact me and they're like, we've got two people in our family missing. Can we send you their picture? And can you tell me anything? So they did. And I'm like, as soon as I touched their picture, Rob, it was just like, oh my God. Because the first thing I saw was a lot of blood, just blood everywhere. So I told the family, I said, the first thing I see is a lot of blood. I said, it's like in a living room area. I said, but it's in a home. And they came back and they said, oh my God, Melinda, we we hadn't heard from them. So we went to their house in their living room. It was covered in blood, but they're missing their vehicles missing. And so then I started picking up other things about, I'm like, well, they're not going to be found in in this area that you you guys are looking i said there's something about i said their phone their cell phone it's been found has it and she's like yes it was found mm -hmm. and i said it's a ploy to you know to keep the off cops off of the the true path of where they are so then i kept she kept sending me different pictures you know because they were going out looking and i kept telling her i said i'm getting something about new mexico and she's like she couldn't figure it out. So anyway, the story went on and uh, it, this went on for probably six to eight weeks. And um, she had sent me some more pictures, uh, like uh, pictures of them, of the two people they were looking for. And I was like, okay. I said, they're in a different state. It's in the middle of the U.S. I said, it's the state starts with an I. And I said, and there's going to be something about a dead end road. And I said, the word timber is on the sign and i said and they are buried inside of their vehicle and she's like what i said i know it sounds crazy i said but they are buried in their vehicle so i don't know probably a week went by and then they got a lead along with what i was giving the family and they were giving it to uh, law enforcement and so she says She's called me and she says, Melinda, she says, they got a, something about, and it went with what you said. And the name of the road was Timberview Drive or something like that. And it was a dead end road. And she, so we were all waiting. And then like later in the afternoon, she, she called me and she said, they found them. Their vehicle was buried and they were inside. So it was, what was, just, what was the vehicle buried under? Was it like a landslide? No, they oh. had dug. They had dug. Holy these cow. That's people. a hole. That's a yeah. big hole. Well, it was a small like SUV type vehicle. Um, right. And they had still dug. a big hole. Still, yeah. Still yeah. a big hole. But it's terrible. But that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's incredible, though. That's incredible. Like I said, you help some. But you find some that aren't alive anymore. So it's sort of like the gift and the curse. But even though on the bright side of that, you're showing these families closure 
They get to see and not always wonder if that person is still out there. So there's something to be said about that. You know, uh, that's a difficult situation, I'm sure. Personally, I've never experienced it, so I don't want to talk about it like that because I don't really know any emotions attached to that. Uh, but that's incredible. Mel, that's incredible. I I, I think that that is par- probably one of the points where you were telling me about these things that I thought that this story was amazing and that people have to know about these things because a lot, a lot of uh, police departments out there actually use mediums and psychics to find when they have nowhere else to turn, they turn to those people of the paranormal community and try and help them. And the more that they do that, of course, like we always talk about, there's fakes out there, people who don't really know what's going on. But there's yeah. some that are really in tune with, with this universe to really put forward what's happening and really help these people, give them clues, send them on the right path where they otherwise would have had no closure. They would have had no actual direction on where to take their uh, investigation. So to me, that that's amazing. It's amazing. I, I really commend you on that. And I'm sure it's not easy work on your end to see all that, to go through all that, to be a part of something so intense must be so emotionally draining and taxing on somebody. I can only imagine. I mean, I, I get emotionally bent out of shape when I have to pay my bills. I can only imagine going into an investigation and, and really, you know what I mean? Like I can only imagine going into an investigation with all these people looking to you as well. It's pressure, but it's also the family saying, well, this person's going to help me. And you not knowing whether that's going to actually be uh, facilitated or not. You don't really know. Uh, but that's amazing. Another question I have for you is now talking about the community in itself. Uh, I know a lot of the paranormal community has accepted me with open arms. Uh, I am not an investigator. I am not anybody who has any special gifts. The only gift I have is literally being able to talk. I could talk my way out of a wet plastic bag. Uh, I could talk to save my life. I mean, it's just who I am. But uh, what are your thoughts about the uh, paranormal community? How did they take you in and how do you feel about it? Your likes, dislikes. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, I'm starting my own paranormal team. Um, I saw that too, which is we also have uh, we also have some uh, banners that are actually we're going to put that on display for people. If you want to join her team or be a part of what they find, uh, go to her website and uh, and check it out. You know, I'm, her team is probably going to be filled with a lot of great people, like she is, and I think that they're going to do a lot of great. So, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's fine, Rob. But basically, you know when. At first, I was very hesitant to come out. And then, you know, I started just doing stuff like locally where here where I live, you know, I would get clients and and then I started doing my thing on Facebook and then I started getting, you know, more people coming and I have, you know, it's really grown a lot in the past year, basically. And so but, you know, at first I was very, very skeptical because, you know, a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot, but there are some people that you know, they look at you and say, you know, they think of you badly because you maybe because you're a card reader, maybe because, you know, then if they found out you can see spirits and you can talk to them, then you get labeled something else. And but, you know, on the broader side of it there, I've had, a, you know, a lot of people come to me and say, Melinda, you know, you're amazing. And they you know and I, they're just constantly using me and coming to me. And I appreciate it for one of them. 
But, you know, at first it was a it was a little bit scary because I was like, you know, what is people going to think? I started worrying about that kind of factor. And then I finally decided, no, I'm not going to do that. This is me. This is who I am. And people can accept me or not accept me because I'm not hiding no more. But that's so, right. That's right. That's how you have to be, especially in this community. People will accept you. And, and confidence goes a long way because you have to really believe what you say because the people who don't are the ones who pardon my French, but are bullshitting and you can smell them a mile away. You know, you can pick them out of a crowd. And uh, I, I, I totally, I totally see something in you that, that I haven't seen in some of these other people. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, when you did my reading, I was very shocked at how on point you were and you didn't, know me from a hole in the wall. And I remember we talked about it. It's the Kachina doll that you have behind you. And that was the cart that I got. So it was kind right. of fitting right there. I felt like a little bit of a connection. And when you called on me in that moment, I was like, Oh God, what's she going to say? Like my mind reeled. What's she going to say? Is it going to be bad? Is it going to be good? Like thousand thoughts. But I mean, uh, it was so interesting. And that's when I said to you right there on your live stream, I said, I got to get you on my show. I got to get you here. Cause this is, I, I have a feeling this could be an amazing show and it's going to be one, one for the books. Not only that, this is my first actual one-on-one -on -one interview with somebody. So you were the first. It's, it's a new show. We're doing it. And, and I think it's going fairly well right now. Um, I want to let everybody know as well, uh, in this community that we do between myself and Mel, we need support. We want to get bigger and show everybody what we can do. Uh, the ways you can support Mel, I'm going to put up on the screen right now. She has a PayPal Help her out. Uh, I'm going to put my information up there later. Just uh, try and help us out because we want to give you the best that we can. The best product, the most information. And to do that, we have to facilitate a lot of different needs, as in cameras, books, subscriptions. We have a, There's a lot of stuff that goes along with finding this information. For her, hopefully it comes a little bit more easier than it is for me. Uh, she has an innate ability I do not have. but uh, So she can see a lot more, but... Please help her out. If there's some person who's out there doing good and deserves to be helped and to be supported, it is definitely Mel. Uh, rather than give it to me, I would rather give it to her because she's doing the work that a lot of people can't. She's helping communities and she's helping people on a level that no matter how much talking I do or how, how many shows I do, I could never go to somebody and say, this is where your lost loved one is. This is where you can find this person. So to me, I believe she get she should be commended and supported at every avenue. So uh, check her live stream out too. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's amazing the kind of work she does. So I, I had to say that, Mel. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go on a rant, but I firmly believe in what you do, and uh, you've made a believer out of me. I was very skeptical of these things prior to this, but I've watched you work, and it's been such an eye opening experience, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, so, I mean, well, Rob, I really appreciate it. I really do. I mean, a lot of people, like I said, you know, they, they tell me the same thing. They're like, you know, I've been to other mediums. I've been to other card readers and I, they could not tell me the things that you have told me. And so I'm like, well, I just work from my heart and I mean everything in good and light. And so, you know, I can, I've been helping people like, if they have objects, I can touch the object and tell you where it's been. 
Uh, I can do the same thing with pictures. So a lot of times people will reach out to me and say, you know, I just got this at, at the auction. Can you tell me anything about it? And so then I will tell them what I see and then they will later confirm it. So, you know, it, it's just my heart. I, I like to help as many people as I can. Well, that's awesome. To me, that's awesome. I, I think that that's super commendable. And uh, I mean, is there anything else that you'd like to tell everybody? We'll go into closing statements later. Uh, after we do a little bit more talking, we're going to go into a couple of readings. I'm going to give you the stage so you can do your craft and show these people really what you do. And then, I mean, uh, myself, I'm a believer. I'm sure they are too, but I, I really want to show them how great you are. We want to put that on a pedestal and let you do your thing. So is there anything else that you want to say before we get into that? Well, basically that, you know, everything that I do, I give it to the creator because to me, he's the one that chose me. And so for that, I'm just forever grateful. And so just always remember, even when you're at your lowest point, have faith because the creator, as long as you have the faith, the creator will always be right there and he will help you through any situation. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. That, that's, that is solid advice all the way around the board. I, you know, when you say those things, I feel them. It's a difference. When people say them, you can, they can, you can hear them, but I feel them. And I know you're coming from your heart and I appreciate that more than, more than, you know. So at this time we have people in the comments. Um, is there any questions that people have? Please put them in the comments. I also, if you are willing to go ahead and get a reading, please leave a comment so uh, Mel can see you. Mel, you can see the comments, right? Coming yes. up on the side. Please put, if, if you're interested in getting some kind of a reading, please put some kind of comment so we know who to call on or who to talk to. So at this time, I'm going to give it over to Mel. Mel, I'm going to make you full screen. Okay. So, so you can go ahead, take over for a little while and do your thing. Okay, guys. So the first thing I do before I do any card readings, I do say a prayer at the beginning and at the end. So um, that's that's what I'm going to do now. And yes, I got it written down because I can't remember every word. So God, creator, spiritual gods, angels and ancestors, please allow me to connect to your divine wisdom and knowledge. Please give me direct and clear messages. Please allow me to give guidance and advice to my clients here live. Please reveal to me what should be known and keep from me what you wish to remain secret. Amen. So I'm going to be using a tarot deck today. So let me start looking through the comments. Okay. And whoever I am drawn to is who I will pull a card for. Angela Mitchell. Okay, Angela, you got 10 of cups. So, Angela, the first thing I see in this card is that there's some kind of... Um, I don't know if, if there's a child being born or someone is pregnant, but I do see like um, that someone is going to be having a child very, very soon uh, within the next year. 
Um, also, I see that uh, there's some kind of disconnect for, I feel that it's for you. And uh, you're very disconnected from, I feel from a loss from someone that has passed away. Um, I, I feel it's, this person's probably been passed for about five years. I'm getting the number five. So there's some kind of disconnect. Um, I think it's because you did not get to say goodbye to that person, or maybe there was there was something about not getting to say goodbye, but there was something also about some harsh words or something that was said um, like years prior to the passing. Um, the other thing I see is that um, it has to do with your career. Um, I feel that there is going to be a change uh, the thing that you're doing now is not really, how do I say this? It's not really what you're wanting to do. So there, there's going to be a change. Uh, I feel there's going to be something that's coming within the next three months that's going to offer you a different change in your life as far as a career. So I hope that helps you. I'm just going through the comments, guys. Okay, Bobby. And when you see me tapping the cards, it's to clear the cards from the previous read. So, Bobby Marks. Okay, Bobby, you got six of pentacles. So the first thing I see is that there's someone that is coming to you that is wanting. They're wanting, I'm just going to put it there. They're wanting money. They're always asking for money. Uh, this is letting you know, the six of pentacles is letting you know you need to put a stop to that because there's something about the story or things they are telling you is not the actual truth. Um, there is something about there's going to be um, a promotion for you in your current position uh, because you're doing a really a lot of hard work. And so I do see a promotion coming within the next three months. And there is something, the only other thing I see right now is that there's something that is unbalanced in your life. So I do feel that the imbalance is from of someone stepping out of your life. I do feel it's a female, um, younger than you are. And um, this person has sort of like stepped out of your life. And so it's caused a lot of turmoil for you. Um, but sh this person is going to re-enter your life within six months. So it's going to help balance you where you're unbalanced now. So I hope that helps you, Bobby. Jen Flowers. You've got the lover's card. That's a major arcana in tarot. Um, so this is about 
sometimes I see stuff that I don't like to put out that's right here for everyone to hear. Um, so I'm going to put out what I can, but the things that I feel should not be put out for you, Jen, I will not do that. Um, you can contact me privately and I can go more in depth with you because this is something that I would not want to share. It's personal. Um, but one thing that I do see is that um, there's someone, I feel it's a relative, and they are causing some problems. Um, I want to say something to do with your choices or something to do with something that was said. Um, if you are currently in a relationship, um, I'm showing that there's some things that are still questionable. Uh, and that's this, this is the part that I don't want to get into. Uh, so it's very hard when this comes up because I want to, but on here for everyone to hear is not the right thing to do. Um, there's also something about um, a different, the things that's going to be transpiring is going to take you to a different path. You're going to have to, there's a decision you're going to have to make within seven days. You're going to know what that is within three days. Once that comes about, you've got to make a decision. It has to be made quickly and just know your first thought. Make sure you go with that because that is going to be the correct way to go with the situation. There again, there's more, but I will not put that out here. So Jen, if you want to contact me privately, then I will speak to you privately, okay? Okay, let me scroll on down, see who else is on here. Mary. Okay, Mary, you got two of pentacles. So, Mary, the first thing I'm seeing is that there's something about spending a lot. Um, things are starting to, you're starting to have a hard time managing management of money. But there is two situations that's around that. And so, I, I do believe that there is someone that is, and there's no easy way to say this, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, that may be using you for the purpose of getting the things that they're wanting. Uh, I do see that there is going to be, you're going to be going somewhere in, within two months, and it's somewhere that's by the ocean. Um, I do feel it's like more of a getaway, sort of speak, like maybe a vacation, uh, but, there, but there's some kind of connection to the water. And um, I do see that you're having some issues with, trying to figure out a, a, cer a certain situation that is you're hearing one story from one person, another story from another person, and you're having a hard time figuring out what's the truth and what isn't. What I'm seeing is that you need to step away from that situation and then go back into it with a fresh view of things because there's some things you're looking at that you're thinking is, the cor is correct, but it's not. 
So, so I don't want to say someone that, that knows how to manipulate is better than the other, but uh, a lot of times when that comes up, it's, it's, you're going to have to step away from the situation. So then go back into it to see it with a, a with a clearer vision. So I hope that helps you. Tyler. Tyler, you're the next person. Okay, you got Knight of Pentacles. So, Tyler, this is about... Um, I'm really having a hard time with this one. Uh, there's some rough grounds that's coming forth. It's going to take a little while for you to get past that. I do feel that there is going to be a situation that's going to occur within the next three months that is going to lead you to um, a different perspective of, mm, of who you are. I'll put it that way. Um, but there is something about there's going to be a message that's coming forth for you. I do feel it's going to be coming by phone, possibly mail though, because I'm seeing both. And this message is going to really shake you. And when I say that, that means it's going to be something that's unexpected. Yes, I do see what that is, but no, I'm not allowed to give that much information because there's some things that come up in the cards that like I said, I feel does not mean to be put out there. So Tyler, if you want to contact me privately, I will go further into that. Um, the only other thing as I'm seeing is that there's going to be something of a change of, boy, this one's a difficult one. Um, what I would suggest Tyler is that um, the change that's coming, it has to deal as you see, I'm having a hard time because I am, I don't do finances. I don't do health. I don't do any of those things because it's a legal situation. But what I would suggest Tyler is go to the doctor, have a checkup. That's what I would suggest. Um, because I, like I said, I can't go into it because it's not for me. I'm not a doctor and it's not for me to say, but I would suggest to have a checkup. So, I hope that helps you. Okay, the next person is going to be Ashley. Ashley Campbell. Okay, Ashley, you've got the sun, which is a major arcana card. So the major arcana cards usually deal with present. Um, so what I'm seeing in this, Ashley, is there's a very strong connection to the number 19. Um, there's going, oh boy. Okay, Ashley, um, there's someone you're still grieving for. Um, there's something about your marriage, something that is questionable or 
that you're you're wondering about and i will not go further into that either so um ashley you can contact me i know i'm having to do this quite often here but i there's just things i will not put out there because to me it should be kept private um but the first thing i'm seeing is about someone that's passed um i do feel this person has been passed a year maybe two and um what i'm seeing in the card is that this person was a male and he is like showing me that you are very very sad you're centering everything in your life of his passing and um he passed suddenly and and i strongly want to say oh boy he's here so let's just go with that um and this happens sometimes when i'm doing lives um so ashley um it's your brother and he's showing me that you you are still trying to cope you're still trying to cope and he's showing that the accident he's in the accident he's wanting you to know that he was messing with something in the vehicle i'm getting something about he was like trying to turn the radio or and it's see it's getting emotional for me because he's very adamant about you knowing that he is okay he is okay but he's showing me that you're not okay you're not okay ashley he showed me about his mom his mom's not okay he wants you to know that he is trying to show signs the biggest thing that he's showing me is dimes and pennies. He's showing me that he, there's dimes and pennies. He's he's spreading out in different areas. But he's wanting you to know that he's okay. He wants you guys to stop grieving so much. And I can say that that has to be hard because anytime you lose someone you love, it has to be very hard. So in the spirit world though, Ashley, they don't feel like how we feel the ones that are left here they don't feel what we feel so to him he's seeing it as you know they really need to get past me i'm okay i'm still alive in the spirit world but it's not that easy for us but that's the biggest thing he, he's he's showing me that you're having a hard time dealing that you're bringing things about him and 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 you're just not flourishing the way that you would be if he was still here on earth but just know that he's with you he loves you and he's he keeps saying he's sorry he's sorry that he was messing with the radio and had the accident so ashley i hope that helps you hun you're saying you're not okay I do feel that, you know, you were very close to him and you didn't get to say that goodbye. And so that's always, always hard when we don't get to say the goodbye. I get that. I understand that. But actually, Ashley, all you've got to do is say his name and know that when you call upon someone that's in the spirit world, they will come forth if you call them by name and they will sit there and listen to anything that you have to say 
So you really need to call upon him and say to him, I didn't get to say goodbye. So I want to say it now. But see, in the spirit world, they don't look at it as a goodbye. They look at it. And I, what I what I always say until we meet again, that's what I say to my mom. My mom passed, my twin brother passed, and it was very difficult for me. I was there when my mom passed, but I wasn't for my twin brother. And so it made it very, very difficult. So I do understand coming from the perspective of a sister to a brother. And I didn't get to say the goodbye either. But because of my gifts, I can see my brother. I can see my mom. And so I did get to look at them and say, you know, until we meet again. But it, it's hard when you can't see spirits. So he was indicating that you're very, very, you're having a lot of emotional turmoil and that you're not really looking at the full spectrum of what the spirit world is like. So uh, if you need anything, Ashley, please contact me, okay? Okay, so um, I'm going to do a couple of more and then I'll do the closing prayer and then um, I guess Rob will come back on. So the next person is Vicki. Vicki Burdine. Hollingsworth. Okay, Vicki. Oh, I didn't clear them. Let me clear them. And as you guys can probably tell, I'm a little bit shook up with Ashley's reading because anytime a spirit comes forth and they're very distraught because they're concerned about their family member, it affects me too. Okay, Vicki. You got two of pentacles. So, Vicki, um, the first thing is that I'm seeing that's very blunt is that there is something to do with, with your leg. Um, there's something about either you're not being able to use it or you're trying to get through something, but it has to do with your leg. And I know that's sort of weird, but that's what I'm seeing. It's sort of like your leg is is sort of bent or. But what what I'm trying to get to is that that situation, what caused it? If you do what you're supposed to do, it is going to be so you can walk again. There's something about you're not able to walk. So that that is something that I'm seeing is that you will be able to walk again. Uh, the other thing that I'm seeing is there's a male. There's a male person in your life. And and yes, I do see names and stuff, but to me, to put it live, I, I won't do that. So there is a male that is in your life, Vicki, and this person is um, causing some kind of confusion. Um, there's something you're juggling with with this person. And um, so you really need to take an in-depth look at the situation. Because if you do, then you're going to find the answer you're searching for. And so that that's what I see. So it's sometimes it's weird what I get. So 
Um, let me see here. Well, Ashley, thank you very much, hon. Okay, I'm going to do one more person. Let me go through here. Teresa, Teresa Flores. You're going to be my last one. Okay, you got Ace of Cups. So, Teresa, the Ace of Cups, the first thing I'm seeing is that there's something in your life that you're not dealing with. It's like overflowing into every aspect of your life. There's something about security. You're not feeling secured in, in a relationship, I want to say. That's what I'm seeing, a relationship you're in. There's no security in it. Um, there's there's going to be someone that's going to be forthcoming to you. I do feel it's family. I do feel it's a female and they're going to be asking you for assistance, help in some way. Um, I do feel it's going to be financially, um, but there's something about a female coming to you asking for help. The other thing that I see is that within two months, in two months, there is going to be, sometimes I have to watch how I things there's going to be um, something that transpire transpires in your life and it's going to cause a ripple effect and that ripple effect is going to cause for you to have to come forth with with some information so I don't know but anyway but that's that's I think I'll end it there let me do the closing prayer great spirit May the white light of the Creator surround you. May the love of the Creator enfold you. May the presence of the Creator watch over you. May the power of the Creator protect you. Remember, wherever you are, the Creator is. Amen. Hey, Abso absolutely incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. This is why I wanted everybody to see what you could do because... I mean that w uh, not to bring Ashley up, but it was moving. We all felt it, and Ashley, I'm sorry for your loss. It, it, it was just, it was chilling. The hairs on the back of my neck were standing up when the whole thing was going on, and uh, I respect what you do so much. That must have been hard for you as well. And uh, I just, you know, I, I just wanted to come back. We're going to close the show in, in, in a few a couple of minutes. And uh, I mean, I've I, I had a great feeling about this show and all of everything that we've discussed today solidified how great uh, how great this actually is, how great a gift this really is. And it's so profound to me that there are people out there like yourself who have this innate ability to to contact people that we love, that we cherish, that sometimes we need to hear from after the fact. 
and uh, you gap that bridge, and it is incredible. So, I mean, is there anything that you'd like to say before we close the show out? Well, I would like to say to everyone that came on, thank you very much. And for the ones I read for, and if I didn't get to you, if you want a card, please just contact me privately. Uh, for the ones that I did con you know, read for, especially Ashley, if you're needing any more reference to anything, feel free to contact me. Um, but, and I want to thank you, Rob, for having me here today. And but just know that even though your loved ones are in spirit, they're still around. All you've got to do is call their name and they will come to your side. So just remember that and watch for signs. And let me, let me give some signs for some people. Sure. Some of the signs that I have noticed from spirits are they will leave dimes and pennies. They do do that. You will find them just randomly and you're like, well, why is this laying here? Um, other things they do is your electricity can flicker. Uh, your cell phone. Cell phones, they love very well. They will make it the phone freeze up. They will make the phone just shut down automatically. Um, and if you're outside, that's one of the biggest things I feel a lot of people are not aware of. If you're outside, you find a feather laying on the ground. Now, according to what color the feather is, but um, feathers found outside, if you're walking and you come across a feather, it's usually from a loved one that has passed. Um, so, and if, if anyone does have a, a, a feather, if they can send me the image, I can tell you who it's from. So just watch for those signs from your loved ones because they are with you. Never doubt that. Awesome. Awesome. I want to say everybody should go out and support the work that Mel does. Uh, again, we're going to, we're putting up her PayPal so you guys can contribute to what she does further on. Uh, also, I just want to go over a couple of things. Please go to our YouTube channel at full spectrum universe, subscribe, hit the bell. It's by far one of the best things you can do to support my channel. Um, we also have extra subscriptions on Patreon and also on subscribe star. They are, patreon and you'll go to the hashtag and just put in full spectrum universe for either or patreon or uh subscribe star we always have extra content going up uh after this show we'll be doing another half hour with mel we're gonna have a backstage look at a backstage pass it's gonna be me and mel talking about how the show went a couple of extra items so if there's anybody who'd like to join at that time it'll be up tomorrow um and please support mel she has her website here again She's putting together her paranormal team, and her paranormal team is going to be one of the best probably we've seen in a long time with her ability to be the medium of the team. Uh, I feel that they're going to do really, really great things. I want to also thank Mel again. Thank you for coming on. It was truly amazing what you do, and watching you work is truly amazing. I, I, I enjoy it, and I, can never, I never get tired of it. I mean, I've watched a couple of, of your live streams now, and I am definitely a fan. I can't wait to have you back on. Um, you're always welcome here at Full Spectrum Universe. We consider you one of the family now, so you're always welcome. We also have a circuit of a, bu a bunch of other uh, podcasts that we do, so maybe we'll get you on some of those as well. Uh, you can catch me again tomorrow night on Closer Encounters with uh, Clarence Mitchell, with also with Omar from Watchers Talk Radio, and also with Leonard from Orion Rising. It's going to be the... Uh, world premiere of the big four we like to call ourselves a big four right now when we do a show because we always have a lot to say and there's never enough time to say it all in 
But uh, I'd like to thank everybody for coming by and stop by and actually took some time to watch this. Uh, uh, I love all of you. We, you are the reason why we do this. And uh, any last, any last words, Mel? Is that, is that all you have to say? You want to say goodbye, everybody? Yeah, I would like to say goodbye. And like I said, if any of you guys need some clarification, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, and I will help you in any way I can. And Rob, thank you very much. I can't. It was an honor to be here, oh, and I cannot you. wait till the next time I come on. Oh, the honor is all mine, Mel. Uh, sorry, Facebook and YouTube, but we gotta go. We'll see you in the extra content on Subscribe Star and Patreon. Everybody have a good night.